0: I'm coming in hot. Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland Podcast, with your hosts, Jordan, Jimmy, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL Podcast. Yeah, coming in hot. Coming in hot. Just like the fajita. Like the fajita. I write what I, live. write what I live. My life in the speaker. Life the I'm nice with the flow. nice with the Just like the demeanor. All right, hey everybody! Welcome back. Welcome into LOTL episode sixty-one. Uh, here with Jordan. What's up, Jordo?
1: Not too much. Not too much. Almost the end of the week. So, well, for for y'all listening now, it is the end of the week. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, so.
0: We are without Jimmy this week. He had something to do. I just, I, I think he doesn't like hanging out with us.
1: I think he just. Hates the podcast so Yeah, what I I'm think, getting. I think that's overall, the vibe I'm getting. It's very. But. He's a
0: very hateful and spiteful person. So, uh, Jimmy's not with us tonight. And we're I, kidding. He's probably one of the nicer people I know. I, I stand <laughs> by what I said. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so Jimmy's not with us. Just me and Jordan this week holding down the fort. Uh, thanks for listening, tuning in, guys. Appreciate it, as always, on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or SoundCloud, whichever you are uh, listening to us on. Appreciate it. Uh, Hit that like button, hit that subscribe, give us a review, uh, a follow, all that good stuff. Um, We appreciate it. Uh, Check us out on social media at the LOTL Podcast on all platforms that we are on, which is Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.
1: Uh, And I have some good news. Okay. So, uh, I messaged Mike again, and he... Apparently has access to our servers, and I don't remember if that was how we started it originally or not. Okay, that's beside the point. And he was just like, uh, "Yeah, check your website again." So it's up. The website's oh, up. Okay. Well, there <laughs> yeah. it is. So I was about to say you
0: can't go on our website, but now you can. Uh, go to lotlpodcast.com. Check it out. Uh, where we, I, I could lie and tell you guys that we post stuff regularly, but we don't. Well, and obviously we're gonna to have to catch up with the episodes we missed. Yeah, while so we'll we'll catch up. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll upload those. Steve's got an article that that we want to post. Um, it's a little late now, but we didn't have a website for a couple weeks. But it, it it's regarding the uh, Cleveland Marathon. Yeah, and uh, just marathons in general. Uh, Steve's a veteran runner of marathons. I think he's running like ten or eleven now, and he's training for another one. But uh, so be on the lookout for that. He's also got a couple more coming down the pipe. Uh, for us, so uh be on the lookout for that and we'll we'll post those uh so you can check those out. So uh like I said, Jimmy is out, so Jimmy is not
1: enjoying our beer of the week. Jordan, what is our beer of the week? So, what you bring us? Yeah, this is weird. Uh it's not what we were expecting, but uh it's a fun summer option. So we went back Whoa. to <laughs> I just took my first sip of it. Yeah. Yeah, so I've been sipping it for about 10 minutes now. Um, it is called, Pla- it's by platform, yeah. and it's called Mimosa. Yeah. So it's supposed to be a mimosa-inspired ale. Tastes it's like orange juice. Very orange juicy, very yeah. cidery. Yeah. Uh, now, I, I'm not making this up. I noticed apple as well. I, on the, I, after, on I the aftertaste looked, a little and bit you, right and you look at the label on it they have apple somewhere in there so it says heritage apple blend for yeah. fruits so buckwheat all yeah, right yeah yeah english, english cider, english cider so yeah. very cidery too yeah. um i would describe this as a an orangey uh cider <laughs> yeah but not like sharp it doesn't like burn or like you know. This would taste really good if it were ice cold. I think. Yes, I agree with we're that.
0: We're not drinking yeah. it. It's cold, yeah, but it's, it's not. cold, but not like super not cold. cold.
1: This would be a great day drinking beer. This would be a great morning drinking beer. Yeah. Um, it's very summery, so it definitely fits the time. Yeah. Um, and I like it I can't say I don't like it's very drinkable I feel like I could have like five of these before yeah. I realized oh yeah really it doesn't taste like beer well and all. they're only it's only 4% so it's yeah. not even that strong or anything it doesn't so. taste like be- I mean it, they say it's an ale but it doesn't taste like beer at all yeah uh, no it doesn't it, I would say more cider yeah rain sure. cider, but um, so yeah uh,
0: shout out Platform once again uh, with another good beer uh, yeah yeah so that's our beer of the week. Go check that out. You can pick that up. I'm guessing pretty much anywhere right now, and I'm yeah. sure I'm sure they have I've it on tap. I've seen it
1: around. I've seen it around at a lot of grocery stores. Yeah, I'm sure they so. have it on tap. Yeah.
0: So, okay. So, uh, real quick, uh, we were watching the Indians game as we we're recording this, and they're down three nothing. You know what's really interesting? Uh, there's a signage behind home plate. Do you know anybody that still uses Barbasol or Barbasol razors?
1: You know, I I remember my dad always using that. Right. But It's I, like the old school can with like the, the old school the foam, shaving cream. Like the foam. And yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. I, I haven't clean shaved in years. Yeah. I just do the trimmer. I just did. And you know what I do? Yeah, you did. And what I do is I do uh, conditioner for shaving cream. Yeah. I can't actually use shaving cream. It yeah, I work. use... uh, So I... I did a Dollar
0: Shave Club, mm. and I got their shave oh, butter, mm. and that's what I use. So it's probably similar to like a conditioner
1: almost. Yeah, maybe.
0: yeah, yeah. But I just thought that was interesting. It, yeah, it, for it sure. It also reminds me of Jurassic Park with uh, uh, Newman, who's oh, trying yeah. to steal the vials. Yeah. And, yes. and then
1: he like it popped out, yep. and like, oh, yeah. I and I he laughed that. really yeah. weird. He was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he, he was, squealed. Like, when he was like eating... Food at a Costa Rican yeah, like yeah. restaurant. Don't get or cheap. On, don't get cheap on me, Dotson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he put the the whipped cream on the apple pie. That yeah. was nice. That's
0: so great. Uh, anyway, that just caught my eye. The Barbasol. I didn't even know they were still a company. Shout out Barbasol. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So we're watching the Indians game. They're down three nothing right now. Great. T- Trevor Bowers pitching great again. Not really. <laughs> Not really.
1: Uh,
0: I-, I saw this. I saw this tweet as we were getting uh, getting ready. Uh, Trevor Bauer's now allowed 12 home runs in 85 innings this season. In 175 innings last season, he only gave up nine.
1: Wow. Well, he had a career year last year, didn't he? Yeah, until he got hurt. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing this year. He started off great. I remember when the year first started, I was like, oh, boy, we're going to have to deal with him. Yep. As you know, I'm not a fan of his. And I was like, okay, whatever. But I don't know what happened to him now.
0: He's just not. He can't locate him, his so, curveball, yeah. and he's throwing way too many pitches. Yeah, That's what it comes out. So it's what it's what uh, it's what he struggled with early in his career. Yeah, he was he was highly touted when he was drafted. He was the number three pick overall in the draft by Arizona, and then they just couldn't control him. Basically, he would do all this weird stuff, like as a pregame warm-up, and. He would try and throw, like, nine different pitches every outing, and they eventually were just like, all right, we're done with you, and they traded him to the Indians because they couldn't keep him under control. Right. <clears throat> and the Indians have always been more, like, lenient with him. Like, okay, like, go ahead, do your warm-up. Like, if that's what mm-hmm. you want to do, do it that. Because he does, like, long tosses where he throws, before the game, he throws in the outfield from foul line to foul line in really? the outfield. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Um, so, yeah, he has a really unorthodox way of warming up. And, I don't uh, think there's
1: much about him that's orthodox. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well. Um, but yeah. And last year, last year he pretty much uh, narrowed it down to just a couple pitches he threw, and he would just, you know get everybody out and strike everybody out, and pitch really well. But this year, he's like going back to he's you know he's got his fastball, his curveball, which whatever for whatever reason he can't locate his curveball, and he's trying to throw like right. a slider, a changeup, like all this other stuff, like.
1: Dude, just a slurve, like just throw your, just throw your pitches and throw them well. Yeah, just exactly. Yeah, I mean, I'm obviously not a, an expert at this kind of stuff, but you can tell when someone's not doing what they excel at, or if they're trying too hard. And I, I get the vibe that that's what he's doing right now. Yeah. But.
0: Um. So anyway, but we'll get we'll get into more than in the Indians and in our uh, sports uh, topics. This is going to be more of a sports centric podcast this week. Um. So we'll get into that. Uh, just to real quick, go through what we're going to talk about. We got our top five of the week. Uh, top five last week we did uh, top five most hated sports teams. Yes. This week, uh, shout out Jimmy for the idea. We're going to keep the hatred theme going because that's what we do here: is we hate on people.
1: You're a hater podcast.
0: Uh, we've got our top five most hated sports. Sports players. I love how you worded that. Yeah, I don't know why. I worded top five most hated athletes. I
1: worded it like I don't know about sports. Yeah.
0: Okay. Sport. <laughs> sports players. Sports ball players. So we'll do we'll do that. Uh, Jordan, I'll go through ours. Um, I, I would say we'd go through our poll of the week, but we don't have one. So oh, yeah,
1: that <laughs> that didn't really happen. That was either.
0: a swing and a miss. Sorry about that, guys. For all you frequent voters of ours that were waiting for it. Um. Yeah, so we don't have that. So then we'll kind of get into uh, some sports talk today. We're going to talk a decent amount about the Indians uh, as they've they're right in the midst of a crucial series that could pretty much determine their season. Uh, more so on the negative end, if it does if it didn't go well. But they've won the first two games of that series, and you know who knows. It's still early in this game, even though they're down three nothing in the third inning. Uh, so we'll talk about that series against Minnesota. Um, Apparently,
1: Kepler homered twice already. That one we saw was his second.
0: Oh, so he must have he must have let off yeah. the game of the home run. Yeah,
1: he has all three runs. Uh,
0: so, And I want to talk about um, – I want to start talking more about uh, the All-Star game. There's another Barbasol ad. Yeah,
1: yes. that's weird.
0: I want to start talking a little bit more about the All-Star game, what's going right. on. So uh, I was starting to think about this yesterday, and especially yesterday because Frankie hit two home runs last night, and he's hit three in the last two days um about who could possibly be in the home run derby from the Indians a lot of times it doesn't happen every year i don't think but a lot of times if there's a player that's that's close enough uh as a slugger to the rest of the league yeah and you're the host city of that team you know you're the host team of that the city that's hosting they'll try and put uh a hometown guy in there so uh the Indians were tweeting yesterday about MLB putting Jordan Luplo in the home run derby. Who even is that? I he's, don't know who that is. He's some guy we got in a trade in the offseason. Um, oh. he, he hit a home run yesterday, too. Okay. But we'll talk more about it. But And, and I'm just sitting here thinking, like, uh, Frankie, like, what? Why is this even the decision? Right. Like, no, why for are, sure. He's the star. I mean, but anyway, yeah. we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, Browns talk, uh, mandatory minicamp was this week, just wrapped up today, Also, uh, we'll get into that. OBJ did show up, so all the, <laughs> yeah. all the nonsense by the media uh, regarding him not showing up, uh, of course, was overblown, as we have said. Uh, he did show up and participated every day. Uh, we'll get into Duke Johnson's comments uh, on yeah, the first day. those
1: were, I yeah. don't know, we'll get into that later. Yeah, we'll talk we'll about talk that. About
0: Baker that, Mayfield you know. also had a reaction to those comments, mm-hmm. which we'll also get into and yep. kind of dissect yep. a little bit. Um, f- for the uh, and then we'll look forward to training camp, which uh, is at the end of next month. Uh, for the Cavs we've got a uh, Dan Gilbert update on uh, his medical condition. Uh, we got from uh, the CEO of Quicken Loans, uh, so we'll go we'll we'll go over that. I'm sure everybody heard about that. But mm-hmm. and then we'll also talk about some some trade talk. There was a big trade in the NBA that went down today uh, that could uh, impact free agency this summer. And I think will. but And if it goes we'll the way
1: it. we think it's going to go, it could yeah. greatly alter the East next year. So Yeah, absolutely. And the West, really. True. Um, That's true. Depending on who's moving where right. and from where, right? Right.
0: Uh, we'll talk about uh, how trade talk will influence the draft. There's some rumors about the Cavs looking to move up. Maybe some teams ahead of the Cavs that are looking to move down. So we'll see, kind of analyze where the Cavs could, could fall. Um, yeah. And who they might be targeting uh, with a trade up in the draft? Uh, it says here you have what's happening this week. Do you have yes, something? I do. Jordan's got what's happening, so we'll talk about that. And then uh, it's, uh,
1: related to a lot of the things we're going to be talking about today. Okay.
0: So. And then we got a couple uh, couple events coming up. One really cool one that uh, I apparently missed out on. That I'm trying still to get into. And we've got an up, uh, We've got an update on that, which we'll talk about. And uh, yeah, that should do it. Do it for us uh, this week. So. What do we want to do first? Want to do top five? Yeah, go that route. Let's go go in order. Let's go in order. I agree. All right, so top five most hated. We'll
1: we'll say what Jordan said on the outline. Sports players. That's right. What do you got? So I'll do. (laughs) um, It was so hard for me to do this because if anyone knows me, I have a lot of players and teams I hate, but... Yeah, you're, you hate a lot. I do. So I just pick the ones that have caused me the most pain or just annoy me the most, like all-time kind of a thing. <laughs> Honestly, every time I try to do something fun or exciting, make it not that way. I hate so much about the things that you choose to be. <laughs>
0: An absolutely iconic line <laughs> one from of the Michael best, Scott. But it's the best such lines. a it's such
1: a long sound effect. It really is. But it's one of <laughs> the best lines. Um, so we'll start off with number five. A you know what?
0: I, uh, sorry, so, I don't no, mean to no, cut you off, no, no, you're when good. we when we do the top five every week now, I wanna I wanna just do, do that. Just.
1: You just made the list. Oh yeah, that's that's funny. <laughs> uh, anyway. For this one I should do this. <laughs> scum you li- you literally have your own alex jones sound i do i just have an alex jones soundboard that's all i use scum scum all right uh, a lot of our listeners probably don't know who this is but yeah i don't um, even know i looked at it i don't know so who so sol campbell is uh judas he is he essentially if you could take what lebron james did but multiply that by a thousand so he was a uh, a defender for Tottenham, uh my favorite soccer club and he played for many years and was a icon on the team and then decided to to make a move to arsenal which would be the equivalent if uh joe thomas or baker mayfield moved to pittsburgh yeah so um i'll be the first to admit that i wasn't really old enough for that i was even into soccer back when it happened but it's just you have to claim him as one of your most hated players as a spurs fan Mm -hmm. um and he's super annoying like he always talks trash and makes fun of spurs fans and he's just not a nice guy so um he's more that's more of again that's more of a you whether or not you grew up with him you have to hate him like, yeah, it's just that's just part of being a Spurs fan. So interesting. Again, not many people know who that is or care, but I don't like him at all. Uh, Eden Hazard's number four for me. <laughs> Eden Hazard is number four for me. Again, uh, these are a lot of soccer things, but uh, he has been a, a nail. In very, the, uh, very current because very he just current. made a move yeah. yesterday, which is good. I'm glad he's finally leaving Chelsea <laughs> and going to Real Madrid. Um, he has caused a lot of damage to Spurs title or trophy hopes in the last four years. And I hate everything about him. He has individually been the reason why Spurs have not won a title of any type in the last four years. Like you can literally narrow it down to him. Yeah. So that's incredibly frustrating and he has not been very kind either. He said a lot of, a lot of nasty things about about Spurs. Um, Number three is Kevin Durant. Uh, As an NBA fan first, that is my favorite sport, and as a Rockets fan, uh, and as a bandwagon Cavs fan for you know to support Cleveland, he pretty much ruined basketball for me the last three years. Um, It's been very hard to even enjoy it at all ever. Yeah, Uh, you could say that again. And I'm sorry, but you know he's been the X factor. The last few titles against the Cavs, he's been the X Factor against the Rockets. Yep. And I'm sick of it. I just, I can't stand the guy. And I hate that he always is, like, trying to act like he's a victim, which he's not. Right. If I mean, you got to be serious. You can't be serious. You literally left your... I understand they left the Thunder. He's welcome to do that. Right. But to go to the Thunder, to the team that right. he should have beat the year before, right. his rivals. Yeah. Who were trash-talking him, and yeah. you're going to go be soft and join them? like. Yep. It's hard for me to swallow that. Could you? Could it's, you imagine? Ah, could you just, imagine? I literally just thought I've never thought
0: of this before, but it's it's really the the same kind of, kind of concept. Could you imagine what Warrior fans would think of Steph Curry, like in the final right, in the finals? Right. So, uh, it, it actually was that same season. So, um, the Thunder were up on the Warriors three to one. Right. The Warriors come back, win the series, and then Kevin Durant leaves and joins them. Right. Right. In the finals, the Warriors were up three to one on the Cavs. The Cavs right. come back, beat them. Right, Cavs win this. Year. Could you imagine if uh, Steph Curry had been a free agent that year and left and joined the Cavs? I know. Could you imagine it's how how much insane. Warrior fans would hate him?
1: Right, and this is why this is why Thunder fans and, and Cavs fans and Rockets fans and yeah. Portland fans right and any fan of any team that has had a chance to maybe make the finals or have made the finals just despise the guy. Yeah, And he's he has burner accounts, and he's a whiny guy. It's just there's so many things about him that are so unlikable. Is he an incredible basketball player? Yes. I'm yeah. not going to be stupid. But I hate to do this, and Steph Curry's not on my list. I'll just say that right now even before I finish. Uh, I've actually – my hatred towards him has declined for a lot of reasons, and I might get into that when you talk about him if you do. But Spoiler alert, he's on my <laughs> list. But uh, I just want to say this. Like – I know that Steph Curry would not have done that move. I just oh, I, I, know. I don't think he would oh, have I know. done that. I'm just saying, like, yeah. Right. Well, we'll get into this more in a few minutes. But anyway, so Kevin Durant. But also, two. nobody
0: thought Kevin Durant
1: would do, well, yeah, would do that. It oh, yeah, it was shocking. It was shocking. It was shocking. Historically great team adds a historically great player. Like, right. shocking. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I think you can make the argument that that, that a team that strong has never added a player that strong before right. I, I don't know maybe maybe I'm wrong maybe I'm showing my ignorance here but in basketball but I can't think of another example where a team that no broke a record for wins the year before should have won the title that year too yep uh then added an MVP caliber play well he is an MVP in the yeah. past yeah uh, added an MVP to the team like I, that's just that's I don't I really could think I think I could say it's never happened before. Yeah. Um, number two for me is another soccer player. Sorry, Thierry Henry. Oh, you're fine. He's an Arsenal icon. He won many titles of various types with Arsenal. Um, he celebrated a title at Tottenham's home, and that was awful. Uh, he actually they clinched one year, and it was. He's just he's so he also this is another random thing he doesn't like mexico for some reason he's always criticizing mexico so which is like he strikes two and three for you he criticizes my two favorite soccer teams in the world and i just yeah. i can't do it i don't he another random thing if you are into the world cup ever in 2006 he had the winning goal against brazil and i really wanted brazil to beat france that year Partly because he was on the team, and right, it's not, just ninety eight,
0: not two thousand six.
1: No, it was two thousand six. He had the he had a goal. Or uh, uh, yeah, the year Italy won. Oh, I thought you. I thought you said to win the World Cup. No, it was the semis. I believe it was either semis or the quarters uh, against Brazil, <clears> and he scored in like the eighty somethingth minute, and that okay, the game. Yeah, sorry, my bad. This is a deep cut of the World Cup. But yeah. Anyways, just don't like the guy. Cannot stand him. Uh, number one, Draymond Green. Another guy, (laughs) this is another guy who, for various reasons, easily the most annoying NBA player of all time, or at least of this generation, I should say. Very dirty, very childish, Yeah. talks crap all the time. Um, One of the most annoying things he does is he will hit a three-pointer, and he'll celebrate it like he just won the Oh, that's what the, their whole the team title. does. Well, that's what but, Steph Curry does. But every- Draymond has no business doing that. Steph Curry at least Actu- might be on fifty points doing that. Actually, and- I kind of
0: disagree with you because it's it's so
1: rare that he hits a three that anytime he
0: hits it, he <laughs> should celebrate. <laughs> Steph Curry makes seven threes a game. He shouldn't celebrate. Like yeah, last night they were down by like twenty points. He hit a three and he's like right. jumping up and down. Oh, no, like- I do I do remember that. That was
1: weird. Uh, everything but, yeah, I, I about, get what you're saying. Everything about Draymond Green annoys me. Yeah. I'm not saying he's necessarily garbage. He is no, a solid great. basketball Good player. player. Yeah. He's a great defender. I appreciate the emotion. Yeah. I don't appreciate the childish behavior. Right. Like, this is the type of behavior that in the 90s he would have been punched already. Right. Can you imagine Dennis Rodman or or Sean Kemp or any of those guys like watching him do that in front of them like they wouldn't let that happen Like yeah. it wouldn't happen um, so yeah that's my top 5 most hated players, I have a lot of other players I hate but these are the ones that just leave bad memories in my head forever <laughs> right so Dan, curious about yours alright yeah uh, so uh,
0: 3 of ours are the same because they all play on the same team I um, wonder who those three are. <clears throat> well, you know, I, I get let's let's just get right into it. <laughs> number five, actually, no, not three of those. Are the same, Two, because you didn't have Steph. Oh, Steph I didn't Curry's have number five on my list. He had to be on the list because I think he's one of the most annoying basketball players I've ever seen in my life. I do have to agree with you there. Like we were literally just talking about that guy. He, he, like, will celebrate anything he does on the court. Like, act like you've done something before. Like, every time he hits
1: a three, he's jumping up in the air. Or he's. They'll, he'll one of the most annoying things he'll do the team they might be down by five points or something he'll hit a three the other team will call a timeout and he'll literally jump around like a like an eight-year-old yeah it's the weirdest thing like it's just like dude and i doing? and i know and i know uh
0: all nba players do this but that dude complains about calls more than any other player i've ever seen more than most and one. I know you and I a lot of times disagree on three point foul, on fouls on files called on three pointers. Yeah, like we did last night on one.
1: Um, but he has been really trying to get those lately. Yeah, he didn't used to do that. And Clay Thompson that's, that's, got hurt because he tried to do that. Right, right, and, and, and it's and
0: it cost them game three because he didn't yeah. play.
1: But Steph has been really trying to get the three point fouls more than usual. Yeah. Yeah, like right. I, I don't remember him doing that in years. Past. Well, I think
0: I think uh a lot of it has to do with um that's that's turning back into most of their offense because Durant's out. Right. So yeah. they're 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 way more reliant on Clay and Steph than they were yeah. were before. Oh, right. And it was
1: working when they had both Clay and Steph. Yeah. But man, it was interesting to right. watch Steph last night. I mean, he played a great game, I'm not going to say he played. Oh, he, he was fantastic. Again, I mean, he was um, fantastic,
0: but it is it is funny how uh, all the all the memes and stuff came out about, oh, yeah. about uh, injuries how, and no, how how Steph no, now know how LeBron feels or, or, in
1: twenty fifteen yeah, and, and right. last year or even or even the Rockets in game six and seven yeah. last year like you right. know he really extinct thought James Harden was going to be able to beat that right. Warriors team like that was never going to happen yeah like I'll be the first to say that um, <laughs> I want to say something about Steph though. And just really want to touch on it real quick. Yes, he's very annoying, and every time I watch him, I just want to scratch off my eyes. But <laughs> I will say this: I have grown to appreciate how good he is. I used to be on the bandwagon where, oh, Steph is overrated. I, I maybe even if you believe that, that's fine. We don't need to argue. But well, we've also yeah, I, we've also talked about this. I too. no longer think that. I, I think he is one of the most phenomenal basketball players I've ever seen, and. While that doesn't take away how annoying he is and how much I dislike him, I did not include him on my list because I there's not much I can say when the dude can shoot threes with two dudes in his face from yeah. like four feet behind the line. That's yeah. I don't know what to say about that. There's you know? not much you can really right. You know? Yeah, I guess I guess
0: my <coughs> with Steph and I, you know, we could we could talk about this, and dissect this for half an hour, but we're a Cleveland podcast, so we really won't. Um, to me, there's there's only like. Uh, to me, I think the all-time best players have more than one thing that they're historically good at. Yeah, I guess if you look at LeBron, like, and I'm not comparing Steph to LeBron because obviously Steph well, is never going not. to be the player yeah, LeBron will be. he's not But like, LeBron is, he's a pass-first player that could end up breaking the all-time NBA scoring record. Yeah. Like LeBron is probably the greatest passer that we've seen in this generation of NBA basketball, but he also can go get you 40 points whenever he wants wants right. to. Right. Like to me, the one thing and and he's the he's the best ever at it. The the only thing that Steph does that's Hall of Fame worthy is shoot the basketball. And it's going to make him a Hall Ooh, of Famer. It's a
1: little more than that. I mean, his finishing and driving abilities are pretty impressive. They're pretty impressive, but I don't. I don't. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think he. I don't think he's. I don't think he's the best in the league at him. I think after Kyrie and a few other guys, he's right there. I okay. don't know who else would be better than him. Right, but Maybe what I'm Kyrie, saying but
0: what I'm but what I'm saying about Steph Curry is if you take his shooting away. No, I get that. My I, opinion yeah. he's a
1: fringe NBA basketball player. He's very fringy, but holy crap. But he's his, the greatest his, shooter of all time. And and I, I know he gets a lot of crap for missing some big shots, but he's also made a lot of big shots in his career too. Yeah. So yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean we could go into that too. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. I don't, the I don't point. think he's. A point.
1: I I just wanted to explain why I didn't oh, yeah. include him on my
0: list. Well, I include him on my list because he's one of the most annoying he's players. Super I, I, every time he hits a three, he complains. He he jumps around. He complains yeah, about everything yeah. that doesn't yeah. go his way, just like that entire team. Um, so yeah, he's number five. Uh, but I do, I I do respect the fact that he's the greatest shooter of all time. That's why mm-hmm. he's five on my list and not like two. Uh, four for me is Draymond. I would have him higher on my list because he's so freaking annoying, but he's also one of those guys that I feel like if he's on my team, I would love you him. You would like him. Yeah. I'd absolutely love him. Even if, I would probably admit to people that we're hating on him, yeah, he's annoying, but he's my annoying guy, so I like him.
1: Oh, yeah, I get so, that. I get that. Yeah. yeah,
0: I can't stand him, um, but he's not my most hated warrior. My most hated warrior is the guy that, uh, probably cost the Cavs a three-peat championship yeah. and that's Kevin Durant yeah um, I you know it's well documented that it's probably the weakest move an NBA superstars ever oh, made in his life most yeah uh, I, I think agree. it's I think it's going to be the reason why he leaves Golden State this offseason is mm-hmm. the fact that uh, well especially if he doesn't play and he's and they just said he's not playing tomorrow or game four whenever game that four, is
1: right but they said clay is in clay,
0: clay is California. yeah yeah um, so if Golden State somehow comes back and wins the championship without him, I think he's gone for sure because I all anybody's ever right. going to talk about his legacy is the fact that Golden State won a title before him and, and Golden State won a title when he was on the team and he, he didn't was, play. When he
1: didn't play, right.
0: So, And you actually you actually uh, kind of heard that from Warriors players earlier this year. Right. Like Draymond said it, who, who's the guy that recruited Durant mm-hmm. to the Warriors. He said, well, we won without him. We won before him, so and right. we'll win after him. Right. So, um, yeah, Durant, I, I can't stand him. I For yeah, the same like reasons him. why you said, right, I, yeah. I, I didn't really even like him when he was on the Thunder. Like, I liked yeah, him. I, <sighs> I, I, I didn't have a reason to hate him, but he wasn't like,
1: oh, yeah, I really hope Kevin Durant wins. So, I liked Kevin Durant for two reasons. One, I always wanted the, the Thunder to be successful because they were usually the only threat to the spurs yeah which i hate the spurs yeah um and then they also had a chance to make san antonio beat spurs right san antonio Oh yeah let's let's clear that up yeah and then they also had a chance to beat uh the heat they failed but they yeah. could have and he's from texas and i'm a longhorns fan that's my college team that right. i support so but i have quickly dropped all those <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those <laughs> those oh, yeah. reasons because it, none of them matter anymore so
0: yep uh, so there's a there's a there's a theme that goes with my top five, uh, and the the last three cost the Cavs NBA championships. We got one, right? But they cost them at least one more, really. Uh, and then number two on my list cost the Cleveland Browns at least one Super Bowl, and that's John Elway. I hate John Elway. I hated him. Uh, well, I can't really say I hated him when he was a player because I was. Well, I guess I could. but I know what you mean. But for I the time that. frame, which yeah. I'm talking about, which yeah, is when yeah. the drive, the fumble, and all that stuff happened, I was like, one. But right, right. this is like my dad's like... Well, my you dad grow
1: hate, up, you grew up hearing your dad talk about it.
0: Yeah. You see the highlights. My dad he, hates yeah. John Elway more than any other sports figure alive. I bet. He calls him horse face every time he sees him because <laughs> he looks like a horse. He kind of does. So like John Elway, uh, quarterback, uh, Hall of Fame quarterback for the... Broncos, and now their general manager, uh, played the Browns numerous times in the 80s in the playoffs and beat them every single time. Yep. So, like how oh, you hate the Warriors because the Rockets yep. can never beat them. This like, was, this like...
1: That was the Browns back yeah, in the... This was... Yeah.
0: Like, I can't say that about the Cavs with the Warriors. I hate the Warriors, but I can at least hold over their head that we beat yeah, them once. Yeah, beat them one time. This, yeah. is, this is the 80s, and every time I go back and look at it, you know, you see the highlights of the drive, the fumble, like... I hate John Elway. You just Elway. think what could have been. Yeah, I hate yeah. John Elway. And then, to add insult to injury, when the Browns were gone in the 90s, I hooked on to the Green Bay Packers.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And uh, the Broncos beat the Packers in the Super Bowl <laughs> when I was rooting for them. So there's that oh, as well. Wow. I hate John Elway. Always will. That is and number one... You will. Th- this guy will be number one on my list for the rest of eternity. I
1: I see who it is, and
0: it's I, Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> That's all. I I really don't even need to go into it. I don't need to right. say about it. if you're a Browns fan and Ben Roethlisberger mm-hmm. isn't in your top five for most hated right. athletes, it's, are you really a Browns fan? Yeah. <laughs> it's uh.
1: Oh man, there's so many reasons to dislike Ben you don't Roethlisberger. Wear brown and orange, you
0: don't matter. That's what I'm talking about, Freddie. <laughs> yeah. Wait, um, so Ben
1: Roethlisberger?
0: yeah that you you're you're damn right he's scum (laughs) scum i mean i really don't need to go into it because i'm just going to get pissed off but yeah ben roethlisberger should be in prison but allegedly yeah we won't get into that (laughs) so that's my top five yeah that was fun yeah, um, Reliving a lot sort of. of sad it kind of got me, memories. yeah, it kind of got me a little pissed off. I'm not gonna yeah, lie,
1: yeah, same. <coughs> I just got bummed out. Yeah,
0: we, we did a more of a deep dive into the top five this week because, um, we don't have a poll, so we're just gonna skip that. <laughs> no poll of the week. Uh, I, we just, I, I guess we just I don't for, know. For, forgot. We'll take the L. Yeah, we gotta take the L on that one. Yep. We even tried. It's not like we forgot about it. We're just right. like, hey, what are we gonna do? Right. And then, ah, uh, I got nothing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We've done them almost. I think every other episode. Pretty
0: much. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, okay, let's
0: uh, let's talk about some uh, sports here. Uh, Trevor Bauer walking, walking guys. That's that's not a shock. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about the Indians since we're watching the game here. Uh. The Indians are struggling right now. This is a crucial series for them. They've won the first two games. Tonight's the third game of the series. Last last game, um, they've won the first two. They had a pretty good comeback last night. They were down five to one. Had a long rain delay, and then came back and just hit home runs and
1: t- took the lead and won the game. That uh, was late, right? That yeah, being, it didn't like. I think the game didn't restart till eleven thirty. Yeah, eleven. I was asleep. Uh, woke yeah, up and I was, saw that they won. I don't remember. Yeah, I was asleep too. Uh,
0: so, yeah, it's a big series because the Twins, go figure, the year that the Indians struggle a little bit, they have, like, the team that plays the best baseball in, in baseball mm-hmm. in their division. Um, so the Twins are, I think they're 40-20 and 20 today coming into this game. Indians have beaten them last two nights. Uh, I mean, this is put up or shut up for the Indians. I mean, if they were going to do anything this year and come back at all, They had to, at the bare minimum, win this series, which they did. But now that they've won those two games, you really should sweep it. Uh, Because the difference between sweeping it and only winning two out of three is the difference between being eight and a half games back and ten and a half games back. Right, right, right. If they uh, win tonight, they're eight and a half games back. If they lose, they go to ten ten and a half games back. So, uh, It's still beginning of June, so... You know, if they're able to win tonight, eight and a half games, it's not insurmountable. The Indians could get hot. Nice play, Frankie! Wow, watch this replay. Um, but anyway, if the Indians could go on a run, the Indians have been a second half team, uh, for pretty much every year. Tito Francona has been the manager, so you know you can lean on that.
1: Oh yeah, that that's was a real hell of a nice. play. That was real nice. Wow.
0: Um. But you know we'll see what happens. Hopefully they can get on a nice little run here uh, before the All Star break. They're hosting the All Star game, so maybe they can use that as a little bit of momentum. I don't know how or why, but you know maybe who knows. Um, you know we'll see what happens. But uh, Car- Carlos Carrasco goes on the DL yesterday with some blood yeah, disease that was or something. Weird. That was like, really weird. It's just anything that can go wrong with the Indians health wise is going wrong. I mean they started yeah. the year. Frankie missed the first month of the year pretty much. Uh, Clevenger pitches two shutout outings to start the year. Then he does something with his back and is out for like a month and a half. Corey Kluber takes a line drive off the arm, breaks his arm. He's going to be out for probably another two months. And then Trevor Bauer can't throw strikes. So everybody was talking about, oh, great. So is that a
1: that life? Yeah, it's fair. Or fair, I mean.
0: And then they boot the ball in the outfield, so they're going to score another run. Um, 4-0, Twins. Mm. But anyway, um, I don't remember what I was saying. Oh, yeah, so all the injuries, uh, you know, the the starting pitching was what everybody said was going to keep the Indians afloat this year because they sold off so much of their lineup. Uh, And three of their five starting pitchers have now gone on the DL. And and the the guy who a lot of people predicted to be the best pitcher in the in the rotation can't throw strikes and can't get anybody out right now, Trevor Bauer. So how they're even above 500 right now, I I have no idea. But
1: yeah, they, I mean they've done they've done real good to win these last two games. That's for sure. I mean yeah. you can't you know nothing really to complain about there. But wow, I. It's not looking good for them right now, that's for sure. And it's still early, and baseball is a weird sport where crazy things happen and leads are blown and oh, yeah. all that kind of stuff. But you just got to wonder if if this might be uh, a missed opportunity in the end. For yeah, them.
0: and it's it's really going to be interesting to see the decision they make at the trade deadline. Are they going to be sellers? Like, Are they going to sell off a bunch of their pieces? Right, right. Like the first guy you look at is Trevor Bauer because most likely they're not going to re-sign him. And they're not going to want to pay his arbitration number next year, which is going to be like $20 million. Right. So see what happens. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, another, another thing I wanted to bring up with the Indians was, so next month, it's like a month away now, uh, is the All-Star game. Uh, and it's being hosted in Cleveland, which we all know. Right. Uh, but one of the biggest parts of that week is the Home Run Derby. And a lot of times <clears> – <throat> Uh, MLB will try and place a host city player in the home run derby. Uh, So I was was last night thinking, you know, who could that be for the Indians because the Indians haven't hit many home runs this year. But then Frankie hits a home run last night, hit a Titanic bomb. I mean, he crushed the ball. And that was his third home run in the last two games. And I'm like, all right, yeah, Frankie. I mean, he almost hit 40 home runs last year. He's got 11 this year, but that that's because he missed almost the first month of the season. He'd probably be close to, like, 17, 18 right now if he, was, uh, if he had played the whole year. So, you know, probably thinking it's Frankie. And then I see the Indians tweet at Major League Baseball last night, what about Jordan Luplo? <laughs> and I'm like, what? What are you talking about, Jordan Luplo? You mean the guy that's been sent down to the minors and brought back up? He has eight home runs. Like, eight. Not eight. 20 at the all star break, and yeah, we still have another month left, so he could go get hot and like hit have 15. But he has eight home runs. Like, what are the like? I don't understand where the Indians are getting this, right? Uh, where you know Jordan Luplo should be in the home run derby. I'm i do not know
1: why I didn't even know who that was.
0: Yeah, I, most people don't. They got him <laughs> in a trade in the offseason. Um, I want to bring up the tweet because you, you'll probably get a good laugh out of it. Because it was like an interaction between Major League Baseball and... Uh, MLB or Indians MLB. Indians, Indians tweet. Here we go. The Indians tweeted last night, At MLB, herein lies our official per, uh, our official application for Jordan Luplo's participation in the Home Run oh Derby. Grief, so we bad. know that you, the social media account, make these decisions. Which is a joke, right, right, obviously. Yeah, obviously. So that's why we're reaching out. Thanks, at Indians. Major League Baseball responded... By saying we definitely have the power to make these decisions, and we will consider your application. And then the Indian said, "We can provide a list of left-handed pitching references, also one right-handed pitcher." They literally just said that he's only hit one home run off of a right-handed pitcher this it's year. So
1: strange. Man. I don't
0: understand what they're doing. Like, this this goes back to the whole Major League Baseball not marketing their stars thing. Yep. yep if if yep. like. The Indians have one superstar on their team, yeah. one, and it's Frankie Lindor. Right? Why they're not plastering like the Indians are hosting the All Star game? Right? Why they're not plastering him all over everything? Just like that's that's an example. You have you have an event on All Star Weekend that everybody is going to watch. Right? That's a that's a baseball yeah. fan, fringe baseball fan, anything. That's the biggest event. It's like this. It's like All Star Saturday Night, the Home Run Derby.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Everybody's going to watch it. And you're trying to try to, like, unless that was just a complete joke and it's going way over my head, you're trying to tell me that you want Jordan Luplo in the Home Run Derby over Frankie Lindor if you're the Indians? Right. Like, Frankie Lindor, eat, eat. Nobody's, going to the, nobody's going to the team shop to buy a Jordan Luplo shirt. No, no. They're going to buy Frankie Lindor, Lindor shirts, and, Frankie Lindor jerseys, right. Frankie Lindor bobbleheads, whatever right. the hell. Whatever, yeah, exactly. So why are you not marketing Frankie Lindor? It just makes no sense to me. It honestly, pisses me off because the yeah, Indians, and I know they're trying to be funny. The Indians but, are so
1: frustrating; it's but unbelievable. I don't understand what that does to just. It's just it's just embarrassing for Indians fans to have to deal with your social media account saying stupid stuff. Yeah, you know, even if it is a joke. Oh yeah, that's like, fine. But like. Why are you gonna be embarrassing like, like that? that like that uh thing right at the beginning of the season where
0: Indians fans are freaking out the Indians started so bad. Oh shit. Yeah. And uh they posted a video about Frankie Lindor saying that he trusts the front office and all that all. Oh, that, that was stuff. That
1: was that was they meant that though. Rude. That was oh, so yeah. stupid.
0: I'm pretty sure they meant this too.
1: Yeah, they but, probably
0: did. So we'll see what happens. Um
1: Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully it'll be Frankie that, that gets in the home run derby. But yeah, I mean, and that's you know that's the hometown guy. That's who you want to see there, anyways. So, right. I mean, you would imagine that he probably will, but yeah. So we'll see what happens.
0: But anyway, let's move on to the Cleveland Browns. If you
1: don't wear brown and orange, you don't
0: matter. Yeah, Frankie or Frankie, Freddie, <laughs> Frankie. head coach. Um, it was mandatory minicamp this week. Get it mandatory? Guess who showed up when it was mandatory?
1: Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. OBJ.
0: So, so so all of our local sports media writers and analysts and, and all that good stuff can stop freaking out about things that don't matter. Like Freddie says, you don't matter. You don't, don't wear, matter. They don't wear brown and orange, so they don't matter.
1: <laughs> Is that what the context was of that? Or was he just being... Freddie? Yeah, when he said that. So that
0: was during his uh, introductory press conference um, when he was named head coach. And basically what he was saying was, they, they, you know, as an organization, they want to have a bunker mentality. Like, yeah. the only thing that matters is what what goes on inside, uh, inside the their facility or whatever, inside their organization, whatever. So, if you're not part of the Browns, they really don't give a rip. They don't care about you. So, yeah. if you don't wear brown and orange, you don't matter. Okay. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah I, got, I, got you. I got you. Right.
0: So anyway, um, yeah, mandatory minicamp was this week. OBJ showed up. He was there, participated, practiced, healthy, didn't miss anything, was in shape, which people were worried about. Like he wasn't at OTAs, he's not gonna be in shape, yeah, like
1: right. Well, I mean, and he they said, and I, you have to believe it too, that he was right. working out on his own right. time. I mean, he's <laughs> yeah,
0: and they, 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 asked him. They're like, hey, uh, why? So can you explain why you weren't at uh, voluntary OTAs? He's like, um. I know my body best. I know what it takes to get prepared and get ready for the season. So that's what I've done. I've I've been doing this now for five years. Like, I've done the same thing every year. Basically what most Browns fans with common sense were saying, but of course the writers were, because they weren't told that, Mm -hmm. uh, they had to assume the worst rather than uh, be rational. So because they weren't – like everybody was saying, like, uh, you know, he had this worked out with the Browns, like – they knew like they didn't not know like they didn't think he was gonna show up and he just didn't show up like they worked this out right no it was well why isn't he there like well yeah they were trying to make it as if he yeah. didn't
1: really care he doesn't about
0: care about team. his teammates like he doesn't want right. to he doesn't want to build rapport with his teammates he doesn't right. want to build chemistry with his teammates no that's not really it the Browns knew he wasn't showing up right and they don't have to tell the media that it's not it's their provocative whether they want to tell the media that the media needs to be responsible and not just assume stuff just because they're not told. But that's not how they work. Right. It's not. They've Especially never. here with the Browns. Oh, yeah. Our, they our, love, they'll make Number them, yeah. one, our, our writers in this town that, that write for the Browns are... They love We'll say stuff. they're more experienced. So mm-hmm. they're older. Right, right. So they're more cynical about yeah. things. Oh, yeah. And some of it with good reason because the Browns have sucked for... David. <laughs> Twenty five years. Right, right, right. So I guess I can't totally blame them,
1: but it does get frustrating when all they do is write about negative stuff all the time. Right. Or try to make a big fuss out of something that's clearly not really that big of a deal. Yeah. Um so yeah. That
0: that's what happened. OBJ, I think, knocked his press conference out of the park. He was talking, you know, about uh You know, just the stuff we talked about—how his relationship with Freddie Kitchens has developed, how he told the Browns and Mm Freddie Kitchens like that he this is what this is what his plan was for stuff that's voluntary that he didn't have to be at. Um, and it was it was pretty prevalent. You could see that he already had, and and we knew this because they they were friends before, but he already had a really good relationship with baker and you can see that from like the videos and stuff and the way that mm-hmm. those guys to the way that those guys talked um you know who might not have a relationship with baker right now that's duke johnson
1: yeah yeah let's let's talk about that and some of the com- the comments he's made yeah so you heard that right oh i, I saw his interview yeah. and all that yeah so as like an outsider who doesn't know too
0: much about like the like the Browns the inner workings and Duke like and you heard those comments
1: what are your thoughts I uh, so my first thought is it kind of annoys me um yeah I don't know the ins and outs and the details of why Duke Johnson said what he said and why he feels like he's being left out or not part of the team or whatever it was he was complaining about but I I just think that this is a weird comparison, but have you ever? Maybe we've done maybe you've done it, and it's not what I'm trying to get at here. But have you ever been with someone at a restaurant and they'll eat the whole meal, oh, but God. then they'll like find the need to tell the waiter comes by, hey, yeah. how was everything? And they'll be like, oh, this was not good. The, the whatever. Roberto yeah, Perez was... just hit a home run for like the third straight game. He, did they say he has 10 home runs? Yeah. Oh, put him in the yeah. uh, home run derby. He's got 10. But you know, so people will get like food and they'll eat the whole thing, and then they'll say, "How was your dinner?" And they're like, "Oh, the potatoes were this," and they'll just go complaining. And you're like, "Look, why did you eat the whole meal?" Yeah, and then complain. Like, I get if you if you want to do it for like because hey, they wanted a free meal. Well, yeah, sure. I'm sure there's various reasons, but I kind of viewed Duke Johnson's comments almost like that. And it's like yeah. you showed up to the camp, like obviously you have to, but it's like and you're kind of whining but you're like okay but i'm here and it kind of annoyed me right i am always annoyed with professional athletes whining about stuff like this because imagine if we went to our work and we announced publicly or just start rumors to everyone hey i don't feel welcome here i think this person's leaving me out of a we'd be we'd be in trouble yeah because that's how the work. That's how work is. Right. These athletes act like, oh, we're oppressed. And it's like, okay, I understand you need a certain level of freedom and and, and, and all that kind of stuff. But, like, you can't just, like, (laughs) act like, (laughs) That always makes me laugh. No, but you know what I'm saying? Like, they'll literally act like we have no rights. I'm like, try working in corporate America for one day, Duke Johnson. Yeah. Anybody else, you name the name. Yeah. It's ridiculous. We can't even, we couldn't do half the stuff these guys do. Yeah, they the the amount of stuff they're allowed to say and the the trash they're allowed to say about their own owners and teams, it's unbelievable. Any other company, you'd be kicked out right away. Yeah, but because they're an athlete, they can they think they can get. I guess they can get away with. So when he starts saying all this stuff, I don't feel welcome here. And his his ass is over there at training camp. Like, get out of here. I can't take you seriously. Like, you're gonna say that right in front of the field you're gonna practice on with your teammates. Right. I don't care what happened in that's the past. An, yeah, that's another. That's I don't another care one. what happened in the past. Yeah, you G- know, move on.
0: Yeah, it's another. That's I just that was that ridiculous. was a part that was really weird uh, for yeah. me was to how he did that like like it's one thing to do it in the media, right? But he right. did it in the media like out in the open, like on the field, like like he wanted everybody to hear that. Right.
1: That's what I'm saying. What's that like, what's that like, was so weird. It's like you've already
0: made a public uh, trade request, like. Like, what do you have? Like, why
1: are you why are you continuing to like? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. If if I think Duke Johnson, he made a trade request. That's fine. You have the right to do that. You and me have the right to tell our jobs, hey, I'm I'm going to be going elsewhere. That's fine. But don't make a fuss on the practice field when the media comes up to you. You say, nope, not talking to media. Oh, what do you think about your comments? not talking to the media or you, say, or, or, you or you just or, say hey I got a, a team to practice with for now this is my team yeah what happens in the future I don't know but I'm gonna be practicing here yeah for now right you know which I, I at, at the end of his
0: comments he kind of said that yeah well. um, when, when they they're like well you know are you going to like is are you gonna do you, do you feel like you're gonna become a distraction of the team he's like uh, he said no because uh, he's still going to show up to work. He's going to work as hard as he always has. And when he's called upon, he's going to
1: play. And that's what you want to hear, but it's just weird that he would kind of go on about that other stuff ahead of time. You know, that, that's just my two cents, you know? uh, Right. And I, and I think, I think
0: what was Baker kind of had this, a similar reaction to you, but you know, he didn't get into a lot of like the politics and, and uh, you know, workplace environment and all the stuff that you did. But, um, you know baker basically said like they they asked uh like is this a distraction and he said no it's self-inflicted like he he's doing this to himself and baker also said you know duke says that he's a professional so hopefully he shows up to work and right and is a professional um so that that was also interesting but if you watch the it, like if you read the comments just read them they don't sound the same as if you watch the video, and you can tell with right. Baker's body language, right. and like the what, like he did like one of those eye rolls, like when he talked about it. Yeah, one of those things where he knew he was going to get asked about it. Right. But, but it was the first question he was asked, so he's like, "Oh God, I gotta like, really gotta get this out of the way." Yeah, yeah, I really gotta talk about this. Um. So yeah, it's. I'm I'm going back and forth on whether I think it's it's going to be at as much of a distraction to where I think the Browns should just get Duke Johnson out of here right now. I still value Duke Johnson as a player a lot because I think he's a really good player. he had
1: a great decent season last year.
0: Yeah. Well, one of the reasons why he wanted to get traded was because he felt like he was being underused under and undervalued in the offense, which I do agree with, but you also signed a three year, $16 million contract. Like, right, right you're being compensated more than well enough. And I guess for him, he feels like he's not going to be able to capitalize on himself monetarily
1: in the future. If he's not used as much, but I just, I mean, if you're not good enough, if you're not as good as the other options on the team, that's your own doing. I'm sorry. Do we all? We all wish we were better, right? Yeah. But you, you can't just wish that into existence. Like it, it right. is what it is. Like I know. Unless you're LeVar Ball. Well, that's you know, that's. <laughs> I, you know, it's just I, I don't know. I just I find it just so bizarre. That's all. I, I'm not. I'm not a fan of his comments at all.
0: No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not either. No, I'm um, not saying you are, but yeah. But I, I, I think I, uh, I think he's if he's a man of his word and. He's just gonna make. He made that one right. public comment about it the other day, and he's and now he's gonna come to work, and he's gonna train and play like he has in the past. I say keep him because we're not gonna get Kareem Hunt until halfway through the season, right? Um, and I think that's that's where most of his trade demand lies. They saw that the Browns already have Nick Chubb, and then they signed Kareem Hunt. So Duke Johnson's like, all right, well, where the hell am I gonna fit in? Um, but like, you don't have to worry about Kareem hunt until halfway through this, literally half of the season. And if you play up to your potential, like even when Kareem hunt comes back, they will find opportunities for you. Like this Browns offense is going to be, if everybody stays healthy, is going to be unreal. It's going to be great. So, so like, if you like look at teams like Kansas city last year, who had all these different weapons, they managed to get them the ball. They just scored a ton of points. That's what the Browns are hopefully going to do this year. Right. So I think Duke will get his opportunities if he just does what he says he's going to do and show up and be a professional now. So hopefully he does that. Yeah.
1: And if he does that, I'm all about actions, you know, speak louder than words. Yeah. Cliche, I know, but right, it's right, right. true. Like if he does that, then I think we're all going to forget about these comments right. and this nonsense, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we'll see what happens. The Browns uh, players are now off for about six weeks. Uh, the next time we'll see them is when training camp opens up. So uh, I know the players uh, today all spoke about how uh, at least all the running backs, receivers, tight ends, uh, and Baker are all going to train out in LA together. And they're all going to uh, you know throw to each other and uh, kind of build that chemistry that way. So yeah. we'll see what happens there. Um, so hopefully it's good. I know they did that last year. That's kind of where the OBJ speculation started because OBJ showed up where the Browns were working out last year, yeah, and worked out with them. So that's kind of where the OBJ speculation started because uh, he's he's he was already friends with Baker and his best friend in the world is Jarvis Landry. So, mm-hmm. right. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, hopefully the Browns just stay healthy. That's that that's honestly that's my biggest uh, concern is just staying healthy. So
1: yeah, unfortunately, that's. That's the key to most NFL teams.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's uh, let's talk about the Cavs real quick. Uh, update on Dan Gilbert. Uh, apparently, this stroke was a lot worse than people were letting on because it's been a few weeks now, and I guess he's still in the hospital. And uh, the CEO of Quicken Loans, Dan's like parent company, like the biggest company he owns, uh, put out a statement that's saying that he has a pretty long road to recovery. Uh, ahead of him, so it sounds like that stroke Man, did some damage a to bad him. Bad stroke, and oh yeah, well you could die from a stroke. stroke. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, so we'll see. He's uh, he's not going to be part of the Cavs uh, brain trust going into the draft. He's not going to have any. Usually Dan Gilbert's like there making decisions with the Cavs like for the draft and and trades and and all that stuff and free agency, but he's not going to be a part of that. Um, so. You know, we'll see what happens. It's going to be Kobe Altman's show as far as the draft goes. So, uh, thoughts and prayers, Dan Gilbert. Yeah. Absolutely. Hopefully he gets better soon. Um, but, yeah, you know, we'll see what the Cavs do. Uh, There was rumors this week that they're looking to move up, and they're targeting R.J. Barrett. So, and there's also rumors that the New York Knicks might be looking to move down from three, which, to me, I, That's I don't understand that. Makes no sense. I don't get that. Like... New York is there. The Knicks are starved for star potential players, right. and RJ Barrett's sitting right there in front of you.
1: That literally makes no sense. Right. I don't. I don't get it.
0: <laughs> I don't understand. But you know, we'll see. I don't. You know, I don't know if if the Cavs can move up to three and get RJ Barrett. It'd be mm. amazing. Mm. It'd be fantastic. That'd so be we'll see. But uh, yeah, there was a huge trade in the NBA uh, today. The Nets sent Alan Crabb in the 17th pick and a future first. So they sent two first-round picks and Alan Crabb to the Hawks for Tarian Prince, who's a former first-round pick, and like a protected second-round pick. Essentially, it was a salary dump for uh, the Nets. They yeah. attached two first-round picks to Alan Crabb's contract and traded him to the Hawks. The reason why this is significant and why i'm bringing it up is this could affect the nba landscape hugely because the nets now have essentially two max salary slots for nba free agents they essentially have 65 million dollars in cap space now so the kyrie rumors to brooklyn are heating up and there are rumors that Kevin Durant wants to go to New York. Well, if he wants to go to New York, but he doesn't trust James Dolan, the owner of the Knicks, which nobody does, it would make sense that the Nets opened up this second slot it's, and he might go to Brooklyn with honestly, Kyrie.
1: It's honestly shocking how poorly run the Knicks are. Oh, they've been this way for, it, God, oh, yeah. decades, I would say, right? I mean, ever yeah, since he's they... The, he,
0: James Dolan's the worst owner in sports.
1: Yeah. The worst. You're sitting on a gold mine. Like literally, you're sitting the New
0: on, York Knicks
1: and you're sitting on the cathedral of the NFL or NBA, NBA as far yes. as the arenas know, go. Yeah. Arenas go. Yeah.
0: Like the New York Knicks like should be like it's it's right. basketball in New York. Like Right. right. That, like that's like that's like saying football in Texas mm-hmm. or California or something like that. So Right. Right. Like I, I just I don't get how the Knicks can continue to be bad like year after year but with bad ownership I mean we've seen it for the Browns for the last two decades. Right. I mean the only reason why the Browns are getting good is because they stumbled into the right hire at GM and they got out of the way. That was the biggest thing about the Browns was yeah they they ended up hiring the right guy at GM but then the ownership decided okay we're going to give you the keys let you do it. We're not going to meddle in your decisions. That's right. what happened with right. that's what's always happened with the Knicks is James Dolan's gotten in there, and he's meddled with everything, and he screwed everything up. Right. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. But that, that, was, yeah. a, that was a pretty – like, you think about it, and if you're just a casual basketball fan, you're like, who the hell is Alan Crabb and Torian Prince? But right. well, if you actually look at it, like, they attached – they wanted to get rid of that bad contract, so they attached two first-round picks to it. Right. To – Get to
1: well, get that slot. I tell you what, Brooklyn, if they can land two massive players, and
0: they kept D'Angelo Russell,
1: which that's the key, and my I would think that's part of it. So
0: that. they could get those two max slots and essentially create their own big three. Yeah. If they're able to, like, you have to be able to land those slots. Like, Whoa, right. like the Knicks. The Knicks did this a few years ago, uh, like with, creating like this this uh, and, um, well, just just creating this cap salary cap space, and oh, the Lakers. Yeah. The Lakers did it too. They ended up getting LeBron, but they got nobody else. Yeah. Cause, and it looks yeah. like they're going to swing and miss on everybody else this year too. Yeah. Yeah. In which case, I would not be shocked I to wouldn't. see LeBron say, "Get me the hell out of here."
1: Yeah. Head out of. Hell out of.
0: Because I know he. I know he loves L.A. He loves living in L.A. And his family loves living in L.A. Uh-huh. But he can't allow his career to end like this. Uh,
1: so. Yeah. His decision. Yeah. Right. That is true. <laughs> so. Um. I think it'd be pretty interesting to see Brooklyn have a powerhouse team. I mean, they could certainly become a big ba- – I mean, Brooklyn is about as also oh, as yeah. big a, city, yeah. a basketball city as it gets. I mean, they're right there next to New York City, of course. Absolutely. But, um, it's weird with New York teams not being good in basketball, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Not that I really care, right. but it's just weird. I, I
0: don't like the Knicks, but I, I remember watching basketball in the 90s right. and watching – Watching playoff games, like on even on TV at Madison right. Square Garden, there was something about it. Well, it's, like you hear, like like it's like the like like you know how the Lakers like when they play their sound effects, they, it's right, the organ, right? Right. Like the right. Knicks do that. The Knicks yep. did originally did that. Like yeah. hearing that and and Madison Square Garden when the Knicks are good is one of the loudest arenas you will ever hear. Like just the yeah. way that arena no, is it's set up. Very
1: classic. They are also really into like. Tradition, Like, I remember they've done a couple games where they have no sound effects and yeah. they have no music, no right. organ, even nothing. They just have an announcer make announcements to have yeah. a raw basketball game. They do stuff like that. I mean, you know, uh, it's 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 weird that they're not. That yeah, they, I just they can't I, I
0: don't good. like the Knicks. I don't root for the Knicks. No, I, neither I don't do I care either. really don't about shit, them. But, yeah. but as a pure basketball fan, I do think that the NBA would be better if the it. Knicks were good. I think they need it. Even just in the playoffs, I'm not saying competing for championships, right, but, but just
1: make the playoffs to
0: see yeah. like to see Madison Square Garden on that stage again, and have a couple yeah. recognizable
1: household names right. on their team. Yeah, like they had Mellow, but they never did anything. Mello, Mello's, yeah. But it,
0: you know, he's you know he's never been in the
1: final. He's still right. a name,
0: right? Oh, so, he's an, and he's, they he's they made a, the playoffs a few times when he was there. Right, but right, right. Like when they had Lynn Sanity and all that, and Amari <laughs> Stoudemire when he was Lynn on Sanity. Yeah. So. Oh my word. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I just kind of wanted to touch on that trade a little bit,
1: but uh, for sure. Yeah. Before we get out of here, Jordan, uh, what's happening? So what's happening is that we unfortunately had some problems trying to get our tickets to an event that's coming up soon. Oh God. So I want to talk about some issues I see with modern concerts. Um, th- this is also going to be going to be a preview uh but the killers did you ever get a response by the way not yet no Damn it. the killers and 21 pilots two massive bands yeah uh honestly some of the biggest bands in the world right uh, right now we'll be putting on free concerts july 5th through 6th on mall b just gonna go ahead and preview this real quick yeah it goes along with what i'm gonna talk about yep it's part of the mlb all-star uh you know, weekend, uh, they're going to be, again, July 5th is 21 Pilots, July 6th is The Killers. Mm-hmm. Um, the cool thing about this, the tickets are free, which is awesome. I mean, these are the type of shows you'll pay upwards of $100 to get a iffy seat. Um, the bad thing about this, I don't know what kind of algorithm they were running yesterday. <laughs> When God. they, when they, and today, when they re release tickets, but we were there two or three minutes before it was supposed to open at one o'clock p.m. And we waited and waited and waited in the waiting room. And by the time we got in, like yeah. almost 40 minutes later, yeah, they were sold out. This is so,
0: he, this is the part that I, yeah, it, that thinking about <laughs> it now, I, I've been pissed off the last day about this because, as you know, we've talked about, right. And I would say probably for you, The Killers is like number one on the they, bucket list of bands who, that we are, haven't seen that right, we want to see. They are my number one. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Same thing. If we did a top five bands you want to see, I, automatically I would, Killers no, right there. Been, I've said this for years. <clears throat> so last week, last week we found out about this. We're like, we freaked out. Like, oh my right. God. Like, like yeah. We both, like, I, I and I said that I was setting my alarm for one o'clock right. in the afternoon. And I did actually log on before, same because you you said at like twelve forty five or whatever. You're like, are you ready? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh crap! Like so, I logged in, and I saw that uh, it was already open, right. And then I saw people tweeting that at before one o'clock that they got their tickets, right. Which to me right. is absolute BS because uh, you can't agree. advertise that that. Tickets won't be
1: available until one o'clock, and then have people be able to get it. I know it doesn't make sense, and it shows you a couple things. So it shows you that there's a huge problem with these type of events, and this has happened before. These, when they when they update the servers or whatever to you know have the link ready, yeah, that's a human doing that, right? And whether it's automated or not, a human makes a decision to right, and, and you know does the action, yeah. And, and, and even if it's automated, there's a specific time that you program I mean. for it to go live. Exactly. And it's not 1 o'clock because right. that wasn't 1 o'clock. Because it was live at like 1245. I would yeah, I would say it was about that's when it went live because uh, Teresa, I don't know why she did this, but thank goodness she did because it may have saved our chances. Yeah. She went on around 1250 and she's like, the tickets are available now. I was like, there's no way. I was like, there's no way. Like it said one. I, I, I yeah. knew it might be 1258 or something. Right. But, and she's like, no, I just got in. And I was like, what? And w- weird story. This is the other part that blows my mind. She didn't know, and none of us did at the time, that right. you needed your MLB password, like your MLB.com. Right. You know. So she's like, shoot, I don't have one. Because they were going to send it to your MLB right. account, right. the tickets. So she didn't have one. She tried two more times yeah. to, to get in to see if that was just a, a, like, a like a glitch or something. Yeah. And it, she still needed it. Her computer freezes, and she texts her brother, Anthony, who is a season ticket holder. Hey, can you give me your MLB password so I can log in and get some free tickets? And he said, sure. Yeah. She tries a fourth time, and she gets in again. And then she got tickets to both concerts. Ridiculous. I'm like, and here's me and Dan. Like, like, good for her. But No, no, no. It may have saved our chances, because at this point, now we just need one. Yeah. For you. Right. And we'll get it. I know we're going to get this ticket. Because yeah. there has to be someone out there in this world that has. Yeah. Oh, I have an extra. Yeah, you can have it. We did get reached out by someone on Twitter, and they well, had then another done. thing happened today, which pissed me off. Is
0: yeah. uh, and I knew it was. Go- I okay, so I knew it was going. I thought it would be closer to the actual concert date. Right. It would be like, hey, we're releasing us an, another you right. know limited amount of tickets or whatever at this time, whatever. Not the next day at at a different time that you at did it the last And and you right? don't market it at all like right. there were no tweets from the Indians there were no tweets from Major League Baseball there right. were no tweets from the bands there was there was nothing or anything cleveland.com posted a story about it like half an hour before it happened right and by the time that you and Teresa saw it sent me the message it was like 45 minutes just, after it came out and I went right. back in there and all the all the limited tickets were already gone
1: right it's just, it just. So really... now I'm even more
0: pissed because now, now I'm thinking, okay, well that that was the last, my last chance to get it actually through. Right. Because because I I highly doubt they're going to come out again with tickets. I, right.
1: But I, I don't I know. Can't, I can't imagine.
0: Oh good, Twins hit another home run.
1: Right now, Like live. Life. Yep. It's five to one. Whoa, whoa, that was Kepler again. Jeez. He has had three home runs in this game.
0: Set off Bauer too.
1: Yep. Yep, it's off Bauer. He had three home runs off Bauer. Wow. Uh, anyways, but I want to talk about this briefly, just kind of like we already did, but just one more thought. Like me and David Foster were talking because he tried to get tickets as well because you know he lives in in Detroit and yeah. he wanted to come over and see the yeah. free show, and his sister's a big Twenty One Pilots fan. She wanted to come too, and we were just like, they have to figure something out. You can't just have like these tickets go out in 10 minutes like that's just yeah. ridiculous and you right. know that like not but, everyone that got a ticket is a diehard fan that's going to want to go to the well show. it's also
0: not e- it's not even a seated event right it's, it's going to be all right uh, it's going to well it's going to be on, on mall b like there right. will there will be no seats that's what they said it's just, right it's just you're not allowed motion. to bring chairs you're right. not allowed to bring like pretty much anything right it's just right. a big standing event um, so that, that's what makes me think maybe that they could come out with tickets again because it's literally, they're just, they're just basically right. guessing as to how many people they should have on that grass
1: lawn. So who knows? Right. And and you never know if like... But the problem is, is they're
0: not going to market it. So I'm never going to know until I see an article tweeted by cleveland.com just,
1: 20 minutes I, right. after...
0: Right, it actually made no sense. You would think I just don't understand the
1: MLB, Cleveland Indians. Like everyone would kind of pull together and be like, "Hey, there's still some tickets left." The Killers, I don't know. Yeah, I get it, and I get it too. Like you know,
0: whatever. It's a free show. Like okay, like I guess like I can't. But I really wanted to see that band, so I'm I'm allowing myself to get that upset because this is like my chance. Absolutely, the Killers are on a tour this year where they don't have any Cleveland dates. This was their Cleveland date that they added in between. Uh, you know in between uh off days on their tour like this was the chance i was gonna get to see the killers this year and and not to be able to do it because of because of A, the fact that they uh, started releasing the tickets before the time they said they were going to, and B, had this ridiculous waiting room thing that they were doing where it's 45 seconds and you had to wait for it to refresh and then it would randomly pick you to be able to get tickets. Right,
1: right. And then obviously the algorithm was messed up because Teresa got in four times Yes. and we never got in until they were sold out. So there's something clearly wrong with that algorithm. I I got in
0: at like 150. So. Literally an hour after they became right. available because they became available before the one o'clock time right. slot.
1: It's just, I just, I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. And I truly believe one of our friends, someone's going to have an extra ticket. I yeah. believe that. Well, I so, hope so I am just going to be confident. Anybody's positive, listening to this and yeah. you
0: have tickets to that show, hit please, me up on Twitter at Daniel J. Ford. Yeah. Help me out because um, I have to see the show. We
1: will be at this show. You will find your ticket. There's no way that we're not going to be able to find one yeah. ticket. Well, the reason um, the reason why that they you had
0: to log in your MLB.com account is because they don't want these tickets getting on the secondary market because right, it's a exactly,
1: free show. Right. They don't want they, people. They know what people right. are going to do. They're so, going to sell them. Right.
0: So they're not. They they weren't going to allow you to, uh, you know, just print them off right there willy nilly. they were going right, to send right. them to your account. and You're going to have to use like show them your phone and they'll scan your phone like when you get there. Right. Right. Like I'm sure there's a way you can transfer them from account to account. Like hopefully. Yes, this young lady who tweeted at you saying she had one left would be able to
1: do. So hopefully that can happen. But, yeah. No, I I agree. Yeah, it's just so frustrating. But anyways, I wanted to uh, just talk about that and just kind of the frustrations of the modern concerts. Like, the the fees that are ridiculous. Even paid concerts will sell out in 10 minutes. Yeah. And that's incredibly frustrating, too. Like, you're... Ready Dude. to pay money? You think <laughs> that there'd be some people that are hesitating? And nope. 10 that's minutes why. It's that's gone.
0: why for that Amberlin concert, I was like, oh no, we, we gotta We buy- bought ours yeah, as that, soon as they were yeah.
1: available. Like you can't mess around with that. No. Like, but that's about all. Especially
0: um, because for for that, like I like I've seen Amberlin like ten times. Like yeah, yeah. Like the Killers, I've never seen. But with Amberlin, like you know, they're my favorite band right. of all time. Right. Right. And I thought. Five five years ago was the last time I was ever going to see them because they you know they broke up and right, whatever. Right. This probably will be the last time I ever see them because right. I highly doubt that they're gonna uh, or, they're right, gonna go on touring exactly. like you know whatever. <coughs> they haven't said that this is a one off tour, but right. you know you right. never know. So no, I yep. But yeah, I've wanted to see the Killers for years and thought I was gonna you know hopefully I still get my chance uh, next month. But it's actually a month from today. Right. So. A month from today, hopefully we're screaming, Mister Brightside.
1: Yep, I believe we're gonna do it. I really do. I, I have. Well, you will. No, but I, I, I don't think it's gonna be that crazy. I think a lot of people got two tickets just for the heck of it. Oh, and sure. I think there's gonna be a lot of people yeah. that have an extra. There's yeah. Random think- girl on Twitter uh, called, responded to my tweet, and she's like, "I have an extra. Like, I'll give it to you." So. Um, she hasn't responded since. You know, I asked her to send me a DM. So hopefully she's just busy right now and she'll hit us up later and we can get this squared away as soon as possible so we quit worrying about it. But um I you know, we'll find a friend or, or somebody who, who has one. I know we will and um and we'll it'll be a good show. But yeah, there's so many problems with modern um modern concert stuff. It's just it's frustrating. Yep. But
0: Yep. All right. Well, Yeah, I appreciate you bringing that up because I kind of wanted to vent over that because I'm really pissed off about it. Um, Yeah, so that is uh, pretty much going to do it for us uh, this week. Um, Appreciate you guys listening. Uh, Hopefully Jimmy's back next week with our young millennial flavor. I guess you're (laughs) technically a millennial. I I think you might still be a millennial too. I, I think I'm right on the edge. The of,
1: cutoff here is, what eighty four? Oh, I don't remember. I'm I'm pretty sure we're both millennials. Okay. Well, Jimmy's Jimmy's like, actually not a millennial. I don't think. I oh, think that's right. He's, he's Gen uh, Z. He's Gen Z. Yeah. That's
0: right. Yeah. What a nerd.
1: Yeah. No
0: kidding. Anyway, hope Jimmy's back next week. We'll we'll uh, but we'll we'll talk to you guys next week. Appreciate you guys listening. Um, hit us up on social media at the LOTL Podcast Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram uh, check out our website it is now back live LOTLpodcast.com um, we will be updating it as soon as possible yeah, so look for that um, and uh, yeah looking forward to getting back to you guys next week uh,
1: you got anything going on this weekend Jordan? Um, nothing too crazy uh, I'm just going to be, I'm getting an Xbox. So, oh, nice. Uh, Josh actually sold me his Xbox. Um, oh, uh, Esther's husband? Yeah. So yeah. I'm picking that up tomorrow after work, and I'll probably set that up. Uh, I'll talk to you about some Saturday night plans if you're free that I might want to do. So, yeah, off um, air, behind yeah, the scenes. Yeah, keep it secret. <laughs> Other than that, nah. What about you? Anything crazy? Or?
0: Uh, well, I think Sunday's Father's Day, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah, I think so or no maybe next week i don't think it's this sunday is it, ne- it might be it's probably next sunday yeah i think okay yeah yeah we'll figure this well, out well so uh my dad's birthday is on june 11th so it's always like right around fathers day so yeah, yeah, we're right. we're we're deciding uh what and when we want to do for like my dad and fathers day yeah, and his birthday sure. and all that um so i actually been getting text messages from my brothers and my mom uh talking about it trying to figure it out so We'll see what happens but yeah nothing yeah. nothing really we'll see what you got after the, after the show uh about saturday night but yeah. um i got i really got nothing tomorrow uh, if the weather's nice maybe i'll take champ on a walk or go to the dog i, park I got or something. yeah i
1: got like a cousin hangout tomorrow night so yeah. so uh, and then xbox uh, xbox <laughs> halo oh man do they ever remake halo uh, I don't know, but for they the one because I kind of would love to get that if they did.
0: But they uh just uh released a trailer for the new Call Ooh, of Duty.
1: That looks really good. Yeah, that looks awesome. Yeah. So All right, now I now am just rambling. I'm
0: like, yeah. Well, the only two games that I ever play are FIFA and Call of Duty. So I I moved into my new place like three and a half months ago now. Actually, no, it's been four months, mm-hmm. and I still haven't set up my PlayStation. Just. Yeah. Not something I, yeah, but anyway, we're no, like, so we're I'm not away. even
1: a huge video gamer anymore. I just, I just kind of been wanting to have a, just be able to play games every Yeah, Just so to often. have it. Yeah. Especially sure.
0: like, like, uh, like summertime, I'll never touch it. But when the weather gets crappy, it's, it's just something to have that, that right. you can do. Right. No, but, I agree. But right. anyway. Okay. So that's going to do it for us. Uh, like I said, appreciate you listening. SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, Hit us up there with a like, a review, a follow, all that good stuff. Uh, Appreciate you guys as always listening. Uh, We will catch you guys next time. Uh, I'm Dan. That's Jordan. You've been listening to Living Off the Land, Episode 61, and we will catch you guys next week. See ya.
1: See ya. Bye.